It's July 3rd, and this is the Cream City Pacers Weekly Rundown. Welcome to July, Milwaukee. We are on the eve of 4th of July weekend. Uh, usually 4th of July, it's a very busy, busy weekend for a lot of people, but I know for us, we are just hanging out in the backyard, hanging out in the pool with the fam. Anyways, welcome back. Welcome back. Um, Apostoli, are you there? Hello? Yes. Hello, hello Alex. Of course I'm here. <laughs> hey, that's what I thought. Welcome. It's good to hear you. You know, I would say it's good to see you, but I just saw you the other day and, uh, I want to talk about that in a minute, but how are you doing? How is your week? I'm, the week has been, so far, has been pretty, pretty great. Just getting good vibes. Everything is going well. CCP is doing well. Everything is, the business is doing better and better. And personally, I am finding that good time to run. Yes, so. I know. We ran together. Hold on. Let's not talk about that yet. Let me okay. just say right here that what we're doing on this episode is we're going to chit chat for a little bit. And we brought what Rennell Washington on, who is part of Fear MKE and Social X, who we're teaming up with for MKE Run for Justice. And we talked to Rennell about the race, what it means to him. And we had a really good conversation. So we don't want to keep this that long because we want to get to the good stuff with Rennell. Uh, but just remember, everyone, registration closes for the race Monday, July 6th. So that means you have this weekend to register. Please do. Please do. We highly encourage it. If you have, thank you so much. If you have, thank you again. And we are figuring out T-shirt location pickups. So we'll have those out to you soon so you guys can come pick up your T-shirts. We appreciate all your support. To register, head over to creamcitypacers.com backslash events or follow us on social media and you will see the links there as well as in the show notes for this episode. Okay, but before we jump into Rennell, let's talk about our, our run. So you guys know that we're training for the Lakefront Marathon and we've teamed up with Matt Thull at Thunderdome Running. He's hooked us up with custom training plans for the Lakefront Marathon uh, it's like, what, our third week in it? It's been going great. I've been loving the customized plans. I feel like the hard workouts have been like a challenge and have made me think compared to other plans that I've done in the past. And it's always good to have Coach Matt there to answer my questions. He's always following up to see how I'm doing. You guys know I had the calf injury. Um, so that's been really good. But I texted Apostoli on, was it Tuesday? And I go, Apostoli, I got it like a seven mile, he, Matt calls it a glue run, uh-huh. where like after you have two long, hard weekend dates, you're supposed to just like get some junk miles in. And I was like, I got seven junk miles. And you text me back and you're like, F you, I have a seven mile long run. And then I'm like, cool, let's do a social distance run. I'll come down, down I'll come downtown and meet you. <laughs> yes. And, and the thing is that your my long runs are now on Tuesday because he was flexible enough to switch. And he's like, yeah, you, you know, you work way too much on the weekends, so you should probably um, take Monday off and do your long runs on Tuesday. So it kind of it definitely worked out. But it's funny that, you know, your easy run is my long, my long <laughs> run. <laughs> well, how, did it, how did it go, Alex? How did you how did you feel? 
well, I felt great. I don't want to throw you under the bus. I'd let you bring that up. But <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I thought that was I, rough. I, well, here's the deal. I don't want to say, like, it's my easy run. I was supposed to do that seven-mile run on Monday, and I woke up, and I'm like, I'm going to do this before it gets too humid. I ran two miles and was like, my body hurts. I'm dead. I walked home. I walked, ran home. I ran two and a quarter. So... We all have our bad days. I had it on Monday. I rebounded on Tuesday, came down by you. And uh, I think you basically had the same thing I had on Monday. Uh, yes, 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 we did. And <laughs> we, we had to stop we, a few times, which was, oh, Alex, we should stop so you can take some pictures. If you go to the Cream City Pacers um, uh, Instagram, <laughs> you'll, see, you'll see those pictures. Maybe you'll still see them. They were on the story. Of, I but, got a lot uh, of photos. So I had a lot of opportunities to stop. Man, it felt horrible. We stopped a few times and then I, we thought that it's the lack of nutrition because those evening runs just don't work out for me. I eat only once a day. Well, wait, wait, here, wait. Here's, but, here's so, the, yeah, yeah, once a day. I was telling you a story where like one and a half miles and you're like, you, I like look at you and you don't look good. And you're like, can we just stop for a second? And we stop and you're like, all I've eaten today are pancakes. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> It's no not, kidding. I thought dying. I was carbon I thought I was carbon up, but with all the flour in them. But there's all Okay, the, keep going, keep yeah, going. So so then we so decided what did we do? So we decided to make a pit stop at the uh, Mars uh public what do they call it? Mars City Market or something like that. So I thought it was Maria City Market. No one knows. It's the it's, new it's, it's not, the new no, grocery no, somebody store. Somebody knows. I know that it's not Maria's. It's M A U R E R <laughs> apostrophe s so it's mars or something like that anyway so we stopped it's basically like a like a city walgreens without the pharmacy basically so and uh, we, we we bought some gummy gummy worms gummy worms which are delicious. i haven't had it's very delicious i haven't had gummy worms uh in ages and then of course, two miles later, we could feel the gummy worms slowly making their way back up as if they were actual real worms. I thought try, I was going to Try throw, to get to freedom. I thought freedom. I was going to barf. <laughs> I thought I was going to throw up. Because usually you just have like a couple, but you were like going to town because you were hungry. And I'm like, well, maybe I'm hungry too. So I'm like scouring the bag with you. I'm, I don't need any gummy worms. And I'm eating a half a bag of gummy worms. Good thing we didn't get the sour ones. I really wanted the sour gummies, but... Anyway, so that's that's our run. It was a good chance to hang out with you. It took us an hour and forty-five minutes, I think, to get to get through the run. It did. We ran. The it run took walk. us an hour and forty-five minutes to run seven miles. But it makes Which for a good fun. story. It's fine, man. I don't get to fun, see you. Though. I don't we get to see you as out. much. Yeah. Actually, I I don't run. I mean, we don't live downtown anymore. So it was. I love running downtown because we lived there for so long that um, I just miss it. So it was great city running. It was good. And I'm glad we could do it. Did you get your track? Did you get your hard workout in this I week? I did not. I probably got to do that tomorrow. Tomorrow's the day to do that. And yeah, looking forward to it because it's it's a tough one and it's an interesting one. It's very different. I think you did it yesterday, right? Oh, and whoa. I thought you did it yesterday. I was trying to ask you for advice because it was like my brain. I'm not the smartest person. was trying to figure it out. So what it basically is, is you have to run quickly i'll just explain this six miles you have to run for six minutes at a certain and then whatever that distance is at like a moderately fast pace so 
say I covered 0.8 miles in six minutes. I have to then take a three minute break, so a, a jo light jog, and then run five minutes and 40 seconds and run that same distance. The so same basically, distance. yeah, so basically you're just practicing on like yo-yoing during a race when you're slowing up or speeding down your time, depending on just where you're at with it. And dude, oh man, I got crushed. That last, that last 540, I was struggling to even maintain the pace I was keeping at my six minute pace. It was tough. It was a good workout. I'm excited for you. I can't wait. And yeah, if you guys need a very solid plan from a very good, very good uh, runner, Matt Thal. Actually, we were just hanging out with our friend, uh, the, 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 our friends, the Zwagermans, right? And they were saying, they they were saying we mentioned that we're training with Matt Thal, and and he said, "Whoa, you train with Matt Thal? He's like my arch nemesis." And whenever he's at races, I I say, "Oh, damn it! If he's here, I'm probably not gonna win, or it's gonna be hard to beat him." So he said he's a running legend. Matt Thal is a running legend in Milwaukee. So if you want to be trained by a running legend and have real results, head over to Thunder Road. Running. Running. Com. And let me tell you, the way I look at things here, if you want to be a legend, then you run with Matt. I'm an Olympian because I beat Molly Seidel in the Slow Mile Challenge. So if you follow our logic, you're on your way to being a legend if you go to thunderdomerunning.com and hook up with our boy Matt. See, I'm always going to sneak that Slow Mile Challenge in there. You know I'm you sneaking know, that in there. No, I right. was there too, by the way. We're both Olympians. Yeah. Yeah. Like you made it by yourself, sir. You know how people get Iron Man tattoos? I'm getting the rings on my calf. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So should we should we go yeah. live with uh with Yeah, Renel? let's go right with Renal. Do you want to like intro it or should we just kind of jump in? Uh, we should kind of well, we should just jump in because I'm sure we'll have him introduce him himself. Yeah, he's going to There's two things. Renal, I'm going to Ronell's going to introduce himself. It's a great conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, please go follow Fear and Social X. And if you ever want to talk to Ronell, reach out to him. He talks. He's a great guy. He is Mr. Milwaukee in my mind. So yes. um, let's, let's kind of just jump into it. The audio is going to be a little different because we recorded on Zoom. We do these on our microphones. So ready, set, go. Hey guys, Abasoli Renell. We got everyone on the line. We're doing this via Zoom. We're not in person. We're still social distancing here. Hey Renell, welcome to our weekly rundown. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm I'm, I'm excited to be here. Um, I know we got a really amazing event coming up, but this is long overdue. So I'm happy that we could finally get together, um, social distance wise, over the teleconference on Zoom. But I'm happy to talk to you both. Yeah, I'll have you introduce yourself in a second, but in episode three of the Cream City Pacers, Tania Fisher uh, was on the podcast, and Renell actually helped introduce us. So th this goes back you know, like a year and a half, and we finally got Renell in the show, and I love it. So Renell, introduce yourself a little bit um, to people who don't know you. Yeah. Um, hello, everyone. Renell Washington. I'm one of the co-founders of SocialX MKE. Um, it's a young professionals organization that we started eight years ago, uh, coming up in August, to help um, engage, retain, and attract uh, diverse young professionals here in the city of Milwaukee. And um, under that program, uh, one of our health and wellness umbrellas is a program called FEAR, 
Forget Everything and Run, MKE. And um, that's one of our longest standing health and wellness programs that um, it's a run crew that we meet twice a week and help promote um, long distance running, um, social running amongst a lot of diverse participants throughout uh, greater Milwaukee. So excited about that program. We're in year six right now. And that's how we are partnering right now with Cream City Pacers. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, how long has fear been around? Is it, is it? Yeah, yeah, season six. That's what season we think. Six. six. So that's so uh, cool. Season six. That's yeah. that's incredible. And you guys, I know, like just talking to you guys since we've become uh, friends, just the amount of stuff you guys have been doing, you know, with your races that you're doing and teaming up with different, you know, whether it's like Shred, I think four one five doing some, you know, kind of partnerships there, and even you guys are saying super active right now, even during COVID and everything, doing your Tuesday runs. Um, taking them like to Instagram live, doing them like warm ups together and everything. It's super cool. And then doing hangouts after you guys are, you guys made the transition. Well, while most people are shutting down, you guys are still staying connected, which I think is super cool. But you know, both, I mean, you guys fear it. You use your feet, you run cream city paces, right? We focus on running and you know, we, I think we had these two separate thoughts of like, what can we do right now to kind of give back, give back and like show some for everything that's going on and you know we got on the phone and started talking and we we're both we kind of had the idea when we were on the phone with Tania and we we're like yeah let's let's make this race happen and yeah. you know since then we've we've talked to frequent listeners of the show we've been kind of talking about it over the weeks of like hey it's coming but there's a lot of details we need to flush out that we didn't really know about um, as we were going but yeah, so kind of what does it mean to like for, for you to be doing something like this in Milwaukee and like as well for fear? Yeah. So when um, Tania informed me about the ask to partner on uh, such an important race with um, a purpose that's right now nationally at the forefront is uh, a racial and social injustice. And what it means is we're, we're as a city in Milwaukee that is going through a lot of different challenges through um, a lot of uh, Black and uh, Latinx, Hispanic individuals facing the COVID pandemic. Um, a lot of people are losing jobs. A lot of people don't have means to take care of their families. But now you put this um, uh, cop killing, sorry, uh, cops killing individuals who are doing pretty normal stuff on the line. And, you know, people just don't have the opportunity to um, live a normal life like others do. So um, this race is bringing awareness to all the different social injustices and racial injustices and police brutality. And um, it's a stance right now and people are upset. You know, it's an uprising. This is our opportunity to help um, one, bring awareness to everything that's going on. Just in the city of Milwaukee, we've had people, you know, die at the hand of cops too many times, you know, it's too many people to name. And then nationally with George Floyd, um, Breonna Taylor, and just a number of other people who lost their lives to police brutality, it's really unfortunate. And people are at a um, tipping point. And you see all the protests, um, you see a lot of other, you know, more aggressive type of things being done, but people are, they want their voices heard. So this is our way to use what we do, uh, which is running to you know bring awareness come together um the beautiful thing is you know now is stretched beyond just milwaukee so anybody virtually can do this we've had uh, people reach out and register from new york people from virginia people from georgia 
uh, people in Arizona, like people in Texas. So this is taking on such an amazing um, opportunity well beyond our dreams when we first were asked to participate with you, with you both, with Cream City Pacers. And, you know, running is one of those things that can bridge gaps and bring people together. And I'm happy that you all asked us to. Um, A lot of individuals are excited about this. The people in fear who um, participate, they like that we're uh, taking the stance and they get the opportunity to voice their concerns, their feelings, their um, passions for equality. And um, I'm just excited that this has um, brought awareness not only to the causes of you know racial social injustice, but also we're working with a really amazing organization at under, uh, Urban Underground uh, Milwaukee who um, some friends outside of the city uh, participate in some of their programs and um, allowing them to do the work that they do with the youth and prepare them for, you know, different careers, um, opportunities to build campaigns around social justice, health, um, strong communities. And um, yeah. Yeah, no, I think the amount, I mean, all of this has been, I think when we had the idea in my head, I was like, if I think if we can get 50 people to sign up, I think that would be a huge impact, you know, just trying to say like $20 and, and we have, as of today's Thursday, we have a hundred over 150 people signed up and over another $2,000 and people just donating on top of that. Like you guys are the best. It's incredible that the support you guys have brought to not this event, but what it means to yourself, to Milwaukee, to even a bigger scope, like you said, like I was looking at the list and we have people from 15 states and you're like, this is cool. Cause this means like, you know, someone who's like, I support, even though, I mean, we clearly say like the money's coming back in Milwaukee and people are like, that's great. That if we can support that we're in. And uh, it's, it's been, it's been super cool. And you guys, uh, when you're talking about like, where should the money go? you know, how can we donate it? You guys brought up Urban Underground and the more I was, it was new, they're new to me, but the more, you know, I started doing research and talking to people over there, it's like, I, I feel it's a, it's an amazing group. And it's like, why have I not known about this more? So the fact that people were shedding light on like, Hey, this organiz- organization exists. It's yep. in Milwaukee. It's focusing on, focusing on youth, which is like a lot of people when they're like, how can we make these changes that are like so rooted and go back so far? It's like the youth because they're the future of tomorrow. And though yep. we're all young, uh, young men here still, like when you're getting into middle school and high school, like those are the people who really can start making the change at a young age. So I think yeah. it's, it's super, it's super awesome. It's super awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, you know, I had the pleasure of meeting the executive director, Charlene Moore, um in a lot of different spaces throughout milwaukee but um she she helped with an event in my day job uh, we did a event uh, community viewing of a movie called just mercy and um we were I just i just watched that yeah last weekend yeah. that's a really good yeah. movie so at my job you know the work of the individual uh, brian stevenson who's uh, the film is about um we, we're trying to figure out like who should be invited you know and charlene went well above and beyond, you know, what was asked of her, you know, I said, Hey, we got some free tickets to this showing, you know, bring 25, 30 of the kids that you know, from your work in under urban underground. Uh, We had some individuals who couldn't attend. I was like, Hey, we got more tickets. Do you know other people? And, you know, she was just like clockwork, just sending me groups of people who thought, um, who she thought will benefit from seeing this film. And, 
she helped us, you know, pack the place. And I just know that, you know, she's really invested in Milwaukee and allowing the youth that she works with and touch um, have opportunities to, you know, one, like you said, use their talents. Um, she works with a lot of amazing young men and women who are going to be our future leaders, politicians, business owners, um, mm -hmm. you know, um, um, individuals who are going to do grassroots, uh, organizing, all of that. So um, I'm thankful for, you know, her commitment to Milwaukee and the example that, you know, she's leaving on these young people who, um, like I said earlier, I know some adults now who um, went through her program and they're really thankful for all that she's done um, for them through her program, Urban Underground. That's super awesome. That's super awesome. Now that, you know, regist so registration closes on Monday, everyone. So sign up this weekend, please, please, please. Um, all the money's going back to the city of Milwaukee here. Um, yeah. But what I've been thinking is like, okay, so yeah. now I got to figure, not figure out, but um, I'm kind of excited to figure out where I'm going to run this and how I'm going to yeah. do it. Cause it's more than just a run. Like when I initially thought about it, I really want to, for people to think on this run, like don't have it be any other run, like run with purpose, run with thought, let your mind flow wherever it needs to be to help. You know, I, I'm encouraging people I've talked to. It's like when you run, think of like, okay, can I use this time to think of like, what can I do to help, whether it's my community or my city or give back as a, like to the entire nation? Like, what can you do to help and think about this? And whatever that may be, whether you're reflecting, you're ideating, you're, you know, kind of just taking some moments of silence, like really use this race for that. And, you know, if you, if you're walking, walk it, if you got to walk, run it, you just do whatever you got to do. This is, this is your time to use this, um, for the, for just everything I kind of just said. Exactly. So with that, do you have a, do you have a route picked out at all? Have you thought about that yet? Um, I haven't yet. Um, the, the biggest thing right now I'm, I'm focused on encouraging people to step outside of their comfort zone to do this race. Uh, because one, like you said, it's a great cause. And, you know, the the uniqueness of it being an 8.4K, obviously that's the time that the cop um, had his knee on the back of George Floyd's neck is really, um, it's unfortunate. It's, it's, uh, it's a shame. It shouldn't happen. And when I think about, you know, that eight minutes and 46 seconds, like how do I um, best make like you said this be as meaningful as possible and right now i'm like okay you got two weeks to run um 8.46k kind of equates to about just over 5.25 miles mm -hmm. that's a long distance for a lot of people who don't run normally you know so i've just been really, been really encouraging people to sign up and, and and saying like hey you know if you can't run the whole 5.25 in one day you know break it up to, to yeah. runs or, you know, um, but just push yourself, right? You know, that that's what this is too, is just as an opportunity for individuals to reflect, but step outside their comfort zone, right? So we've got a mm -hmm. lot of people that we've gotten to um, sign up for this race who don't know anything about fear and don't know anything about Cream City Pacers and don't know anything about Urban Underground. So it's bringing so many different people together and I think that's what the goals are of these protests. That's what mm -hmm. quality is, is allowing people to be on a level playing field and have the opportunities that all people should have, you know? Um, so 
that's kind of like my goal right now. I think when Monday comes, when registration closes, I'll try to figure out something cool. Um, one okay. of my passions is taking photos. So I'm, I may run somewhere where a lot of these really amazing murals have been put up of mm. Taylor, George Floyd, um, some of the defund the police things and kind of map out these really cool sites and take pictures along the way. That kind of came to my mind. I like that. That's a yeah. good idea. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And then the other thing too is, you know, um, one of the individuals I didn't mention is Ahmad Arbery down in uh, Georgia. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people still don't feel like African-Americans, black people don't run. Right. So, you know, can I, can I run somewhere where, you know, we're not, um, dense in that neighborhood so they can see that black people run and we mm -hmm. can run with, um, intention, intentionality and show that, you know, we belong in these neighborhoods, these parks, these walkways, these public areas are for everybody. So it might be a combination of all that. So I haven't decided yet, but I'm looking forward to doing it. I, that's, I think that would be awesome. That's powerful. And that's, that's, that's good too. I know I thought with a lot of these murals going up, I've, I've seen them yeah. right through Instagram or whatnot, but I haven't seen them in person. And I think that would be a cool way to go see the murals and maybe hit some streets that I haven't run before, which I think to me is important. Um, you know, so yeah. I'm looking um, forward to it. Abastoli, how about you? Have you, you got a route picked out at all? I, I do not have a route picked up, though I do like the idea that Renell just uh, put out regarding you know, running by certain areas that either have um, some new additions added to it that, that, that pertain to this, uh, these issues. Uh, or I, I like what Ronell was saying regarding running in areas that are not exposed to, uh, to running as much, especially yeah. African-American communities. Uh, and actually, I think we've discussed this on the podcast quite a few times with Alex uh, regarding the Milwaukee Marathon is one of those uh, races that one of the things that I appreciated about it versus the Lakefront Marathon, which were fans of both. And of course, Lakefront Marathon started uh, decades ago, so times were very different. But what we appreciate about Milwaukee Marathon is the fact that it goes through some areas that are not uh, exposed to that kind of lifestyle. And if anything, it should be in areas that struggle economically uh, because running is one of the cheapest sports, right? All you need is just a pair of shoes and you could just go running outside. So the question I wanted to ask you, Ronell, is you've been, I don't know much about your background, your upbringing, but uh, I see the result right now. I see that you are, you know, very socially and professionally successful uh, to a very high degree. Uh, you are, you have been featured as a 40 under 40, you know, something that you know, many of us will never attain when, the vast majority of us will never attain uh, here in the city. So I want to know where did running start playing a role in your, in your life? It, at one point, was it a result of your success that you said, Oh, I need something to get the edge off or was your success a result of running? Sure. I can answer that. So um, I'm born and raised here in Milwaukee. I grew up in the Sherman park neighborhood. So if you all remember um, several years ago, um, again, there was a, a cop that killed a young gentleman, um, Seville Smith, I believe his name was, um, and they had that Sherman Park uprising. So where that area, uh, where that uprising were uh, occurred, uh, that's the neighborhood I grew up in. 
So inner city Milwaukee, I know them like the back of my hand. That's my neighborhood. Um, I live in the inner city of Milwaukee now, and that's where I feel comfortable. Um, but I picked up running just as an athlete. Um, so I went to Washington High School, which is on Sherman Boulevard and Center Street in Milwaukee. And um, I, was, I was a basketball athlete. Um, a coach of mine said that track and field was a was mandatory to be on the varsity team. And I ran the 800 of all races because uh, we had a small team and that was the only race that was available to run. So kind of a little, you know, two, two laps around, half a mile, um, high speed. That's something that I couldn't do at the time. But then um, move forward to my post-basketball life. Um, I would do 5Ks and I love water. Um, I'm a Pisces. That's my zodiac sign. So running along the lakefront. It's something that is really peaceful to me. Um, it's something that I use to just, you know, declutter my mind and decompress all of the busyness that I have. And then interfere, um, you know, those twice a week runs, um, the bonding that you have, the opportunity to meet a lot of great people who, you know, are from di different generations different um, social and economic backgrounds, different racial backgrounds, different sexual orientations, different religious belief, and we just come together and it's our opportunity to just literally forget everything and run um, and just talk, learn about each other, travel together, everything. Um, when we first started in year one, we probably were doing no more than three miles. Like distance was not where we were, but each year it was just, planting seeds and letting people know that you can do this, you can run, we got your back, you know, we'll have sweepers. So if you feel, feel like you you can't keep up with people who run in seven and a half minute miles, you know, if you are a, you know, 13, 14 minute mile, you know, we'll sweep, you know, we'll run with you side by side. We even walk with people who are walking. So it just, just grew. The passion for it grew. Uh, Tania is an amazing motivator. I have to give her her kudos. The first time I ran more than six or seven miles casually was we went to DC for a race they have called Cherry Blossom in 2017. I registered for the 5k and um, the night before the race, she was like, you got to do the 10 miler. And I was like, no, I don't. I pay for the 5k. I'm here to do the 5k because they have a, they had a party the night before and I was engaging in a little drinking. So I was like, look, I'm partying for a 5K. I didn't come to do 10 miles, but was, no, you can't be a captain and not do 10. Like we doing 10, everybody's doing 10. So um, yeah, I ended up doing a 10 miler. That was my first time doing double jitter running. Uh, she gave wow. me her medal as a thank you. Wow. And, you know, to award me for my, my uh, commitment for, you know, being allowing to be coerced. And, you know, ever since then, she just continues to motivate everybody that comes to fear and she's great at it um i just am her co-captain she she does all the hard work she does the motivation she does all the speeches and i'm proud that she's leading our health and wellness arm because she's amazing what she does and i, I have to always tell her that um you know you inspire me and i know you inspire everybody else because they always tell her so um i know that's a long story but i had to make sure i covered everything but yeah um running for me is socially it's amazing I know a lot of people love golf. I'm not a golfer. You know, I, I love physical activity. Not that golf isn't physical, but, you know, using my my uh, my, my, my strength, 
uh, preparing is, is just so amazing. So I use it to network. I use it to, you know, start conversations and it's afforded me the opportunity to meet a lot of amazing people. Yeah. And you've come quite a, quite a long way with, yeah. you know, since you're 10 miler, your first yeah. double digit, you're, yep. you're way past that. You're, you're 2.62 times more right. than that 10 miler at this point. Right. So, yep. uh, congratulations on that, on that awesome. road. That's a cool well, story. One question. One, one question and one more question, Alex, and I know we're, we're getting short on time, but uh, Ronell, you know, one of the biggest things, as you mentioned, is with, with fear, uh, MK and Social X is for people to get together and kind of support each other. Yep. How has it felt, especially in these times of uh, racial and social injustice, where everybody truly needs that in-person touch? Everybody wants a hug. Everybody wants, and I mean, we're not just talking, you know, we're talking about the social distancing as well now with COVID-19. Yeah. How, what has the biggest struggle been with fear and cave? I mean, you guys have overcome that with, with, um, with virtual runs. Yeah. But what is the biggest struggle with, with what's happening now to really, truly um, get each other together again? Yeah, I'm going to make sure I understand the question. So just in terms of the, the pandemic, correct? Pandemic, yeah, pandemic, but also in terms of, you know, the fact that especially now you, you should, now should be the time that people are getting together with sure. FearMK, right? I mean, obviously there are the protests and maybe uh, many people are, are participating in those, but yeah, you know, I, I can sense that everybody has the need right now to say, man, I wish I could meet with my FearMK sure. uh, brothers and sisters to, to you know, to talk about these things that have the have the virtual runs made up for that. Yeah. Do you see or do you see a sure? Gap? So, so um, I'll talk to the pandemic first. So you know, obviously during the pandemic we couldn't run. Um, the biggest thing was safety. So um, we we usually bring light to the first part of the pandemic. So as a group, we had about twenty people go to New Orleans for this movement called Bridge the Gap, and it's a weekend of running activities. So we traveled there, and when we looked at, so we went, I think it was March 6th to March 9th, right? And some of us stayed a little longer, and that was kind of like our last hoorah. So those who went, we hold on to some of those memories of getting together, because fear doesn't start until like the first week of April. So before that, as a, as a, as a full group for everybody, we hadn't been together since probably October and September. Um, so our big race to close out the year is usually the Brewers Mini Marathon. Um, and we probably had a record number of people run the half marathon. Um, some of us got together for a Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving event. But um, and then obviously you make friends with um, some of the individuals. So small group stuff. But as a as a much larger group, that trip to New Orleans was like our last hurrah for 2020 that we we're able to get together. So we hold on to those memories. Um, we have been doing like house party, the app that allows you to do uh, FaceTime, mm. like cap, you know, social stuff. Um, we had a couple Zoom happy hours for some birthdays for some of our run captains and attendees. So we tried to use this, we tried to use technology as much as possible up until quote unquote, the, you know, every the shit hit the fan with all of the uh, police brutality and the uprising starting, you know, around Memorial Day weekend. So after that, you know, um, 
we just want to take a stance. So several of us got together, we wrote some articles for local publications to talk about the injustices, everything that happened with Amar Arbery outrunning. Um, we wanted to use our voice there. And then, you know, after the George Floyd killing and uh, Breonna Taylor, that's when it was enough was enough. So some of us did get together in protest. Um, other of us did start to, you know, use our personal platforms on Instagram and Facebook to talk about everything going on. And we're, we're still continuing to do that. So um, I know we can't run together, but we pulled together as a running crew to bring awareness. And our run crew is extremely diverse. And, you know, uh, one, one of the myths and knocks about Social X is that non-people of color can attend our events. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. You know, our mission is ensuring that people of color, diverse professionals have a seat and have a voice in Milwaukee, being that 60, about 60 plus percent is um, black and brown individuals. However, you're if you're comfortable being these different diverse settings, you should definitely come in and attend our events. And FEAR is one of our most diverse running program, uh, health and wellness programs. Um, we have all types of people, like I said earlier on in our meeting, come and they support us. And they've been allies. Um, that's all we ask. You know, right now this movement is not about shunning people or shutting people out. It's about bringing awareness to some of the injustices and lack of uh, equality that's on the table. And anybody that wants to stand for, you know, black and brown people and um, those who aren't having a fair opportunity at living a life of, you know, prosper prosperity and um, equality, you know. I don't know what else to say, you know, so so those people from fear who've been stepping up. Um, I love all of them. Um, they've been using their voice. They've been so supportive during this time. We've been wrapping around each other. Um, again, this event has bring, bring, you know, brought additional awareness to some of the stuff that we've been trying to do and champion. And that's being a diverse run crew that will run throughout the city of Milwaukee through our six years. We touch all neighborhoods. Um, we've ran in suburbs, we run in inner city, we ran in downtown, we run in rich neighborhoods, and we run through some uh, economically challenged neighborhoods. But, you know, it's just about bringing awareness and exposure and representation. And you mentioned that people that are comfortable with diversity. Yes. How about people that are uncomfortable with diversity? You know, what should we do with them? You know, that's a great question. Um, you know, right now, there's some ignorance still occurring in our in our city, um, in our state, and throughout the United States, and in some of our leadership, there's a lot of ignorance. And it's really unfortunate that um, we're about 60 years from, you know, Dr. King making his speech about, I had a dream, and, you know, being able to vote, and all the other things that have come from uh, slavery, redlining, and all these uh, things that um, held Black people back from you know, being on a level playing field and having the true equality and attaining wealth and all those different things and having a great education. Um, right now is a time to learn. Um, you know, if you want to remain ignorant, then, you know, I'll shake my finger at you and say shame on you. But there are a lot of people who are willing to have conversations and, and some people have been trying to to learn and advocate. So I definitely tip my hat to those who have been advocating and those who've been willing to have conversations. But, you know, if you're gonna turn a blind eye to some of this stuff that is happening on camera, like I don't understand how you can see the videos of these people who are, you know, being murdered on camera and still say he should have did something differently. You know, 
it's you know it's it's like these individuals who are you know calling nine one one for stuff that doesn't need nine one one for right? It's like you're watching it unfold, and people are still saying like, well, they should have done X Y Z differently, or they shouldn't have been there, and that's all cold and that's all microaggressions about um, the race and color of their skin and them wanting to, you know, quote unquote, keep things as they are or make America great and all these dumb stains that people have created. Um, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter movement is just to bring awareness about fairness and equality. And people who use the All Lives Matter as a rebuttal, I just, I don't know. I don't understand how they can do that. Yes, All Lives Matter, but not until every life, race, creed, sexual orientation, religious beliefs is included in that, you know? So in, until we get to that point where there's extremely true equality, um, not only in Milwaukee, our state nationally, um, you're just gonna keep having this uprising, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So um, I suggest anybody who doesn't wanna learn to, you know, read some books. There's some great movies on Netflix there's some great literature. Um, there's some great blog posts. Um, I don't want to make recommendations because there's way too many and I don't want to mispronounce any titles or whatever, but just do the research. Um, you know, I know Social X is going to pull out some resources for individuals to um, visit as a starting point. And, you know, it's, it's okay to say you don't understand, you don't know, because, you know, if your upbringing, your upbringing wasn't in diverse situations and cultures mm -hmm. and you didn't go to diverse schools and had that opportunity, you know, um, I'll have a conversation. I'll be willing to have, you know, let you know and say, hey, you know, here's a starting point or, you know, these are things that aren't acceptable in conversation. And, you know, these types of microaggressions don't fly. And, you know, th there's so much you can do and learn to not be ignorant in those spaces. But, you know, if you, if you feel like you're not up to speed on a lot of different things, then I, I, I just ask you to ask. And if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to learn and you want to remain, you know, a bigot or whatever, then uh, again, shame on you. Would you go on a run with him? I think that might convince him. You know, um, we, we, we got to have a conversation first because, you know, again, um, I don't want to be set up. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Like I need to know the mo the intentions behind it. Right. And, you know, I, I, I call myself uh, ambassador for the city of Milwaukee because, you know, again, I grew up in a lot of different areas that, you know, people like me didn't make it to be the age that I am now. And they didn't make it to be a teenager. They didn't make it to be 21 and have their first beer at a bar um, for a lot of different reasons. And, you know, I like to bring people together. I love people. Um, my job is to build relationships and build community. So anybody who's not accepting to me and the people that I grew up around, um, I, I don't know if we can have a conversation, but I would love to, to extend an olive branch to say, you know, hey, I can help you learn. Um, here's, here's how you can help. Um, that, and that's what this race is about that we're going to start on Monday is, you know, um, bringing awareness to the injustices racially and socially. And, um, you know, conversations are good, but I think it does take some action. And I'm, I'm happy that we're doing this together because it's bringing mm -hmm. so many different people together across the country. Well said, Rennell, thank you so much awesome. for this conversation. I think it's been great, it's been helpful. Um, for us and our listeners, and I think 
I'm excited to get this race started, but we still have a weekend of registration. So let's keep pushing through and then we can talk about, um, talk about the race itself. Yeah. And maybe yeah. some fun routes. Yeah. The websites, they're everywhere. You guys can go head over to our stuff at Cream City Pacers. We have it on our homepage. You can go follow us on our social channels. As you guys know, we've been promoting it. Um, for you guys, same thing. It's all over there. You want me to plug it or you yeah, want to go? Yeah, I can do it. Um, so everybody that will be watching this and listening, um, uh, social, the letter X, M as in man, K-E dot com backslash events. Um, you can follow Social X MKE on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and then same with Fear MKE social um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and um, please join us. You know it's a great cause. Um, again, you can learn a lot. You know, um, make it your own race. You know, you don't have to set a, a PR, which is you know personal record. Um, mm -hmm. you can take your time, spread it out over two weeks if you need to. You can walk it. Um, those with children, you can definitely register your kids, you know, they can use it too and, you know, get your stroller together and definitely please <laughs> join us and share it. We're, we're definitely pushing it. One cool, awesome. one cool thing, I was looking at the list because we we're yeah. pulling some t-shirts, yeah. doing some orders right now, and yeah. I saw an entire family registered. That's awesome. It was so cool. Mom, dad, and like four kids. I'm like, yeah. this, this is like, that's cool. That's, that's, that's it, awesome. And that's what it's all about. All so right. um, again, yeah. I thank you both for, you know, having me here. Um, I looked forward to seeing all the pictures, all the posts, um, mm -hmm. everybody, you know, in their custom t-shirt. Um, shout out to Elastic Designs and uh, Cream City Print Lounge who are printing the shirts for us. Um, two local businesses in Milwaukee, um, two um, black entrepreneurs, uh, Rashad Howard of Cream City Print Lounge and uh, Marquela Ellison of Elastic Designs. They're both great. Um, I'm happy that, you know, we're able to do this together once again. And um, the hashtags, I'll look forward to seeing all that. Um, that brings joy to my heart to see family and individuals doing yeah, this. So that's what this is about, bringing all us together and bringing awareness to this cause. It's going to be awesome. And um, for those of you who signed up and are listening, we are um, doing, we kind of had TBD location on where the t-shirt pickup is going to be. It sounds like we're going to have a couple dates and it's going to be at um, Cream City. I've called it a couple different things. Yeah. Cream City Printing. Uh, I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, Cream City Print Lounge. That's a, so yeah. it's going to be, and they're uh, located over in West Dallas. Um, yeah. I'm forgetting the street names, but we'll send out details when we have those locked in. Yep. And you guys can pick up your t-shirts. So, awesome. all right, Renal, thank you so much. And we will talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, Renal. Safe. Have a great weekend.